0: This morning, I want to talk about the multiplication anointing. It's something that's really been stirring in my spirit, and I really believe it's going to bless you. And so this morning, I just want to share some truths in the Word of God with you. Amen? Y'all ready to receive it? Amen. God God just doesn't add. He multiplies. Amen? God doesn't, doesn't just, you know, two plus two is not four with God. There's no limitation with God. And so... Um, If we can go to Galatians 6, verse 7. It says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Amen. We cannot trick God. Whatever you sow is what you're going to reap. If you're sowing into the flesh, you will reap of the flesh. If you sow into the spirit, you will reap of the spirit. Amen? That's what the word of God says. Every time that you plant a seed in the kingdom of God, there is multiplication that happens. Amen? And see, I, I, I really believe we need to go back to the truth. No matter what this world says about giving, we are giving unto the Lord. Amen? We're not giving to a church. We're not giving to a person. We're putting it in the hands of Jesus. Amen. Because in the hands of Jesus, that's where the multiplication anointing takes place. Amen. Hope y'all are ready. Go with me to 2 Corinthians 9. Verse 6 it says, but this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. The attitude in which we give matters. Amen. It matters. It matters to God. When you come and give to God, we give out of the abundance of our heart, out of the joy of our heart because he has provided above and beyond. Amen. So when we give to God, we have to recognize we are giving cheerfully, not out of necessity, not out of compulsion, not because we're begging for something, but you're giving out of a joyful heart, giving unto the King. Amen. And so we have to recognize the attitude in which we give matters. The attitude in which we plant does matter to God. Let's keep reading. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. God is able to make all grace abound towards you. Amen. He is able. We have to get that truth first settled in our heart, that God is able. God is able. He is able to multiply that seed. You know, we we have that saying, we don't know how many, um, we can count the seed, but we don't know how many trees are in that seed. But God knows exactly how many trees are in that seed. He is able to cause multiplication upon your life. He is able. You might, and it's going to take a while, but he's able. He's able. He can. He can do all things. We don't operate according to the ways of this world. We don't operate it according to, to, the, to, the, um, to the laws of this world, where two plus two equals four. We operate in the kingdom of God where there is no limit to what God can do. So God is able. God is able to cause the raven to come forth and drop what you need. God is able to cause someone to come knocking at your door and provide food when you had no food. God is able to cause that refund to come back to you, that whatever was owed to you gets returned to you with interest. God is able. God is able. You have to settle that in your heart. God is able to do all things. All things. All things. And it says that you, not that I, but that you, always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. So see, the world says if you give, you no longer have. But God says when you give, I will give you sufficiency for every good work. And not only a little bit, but a lot. Amen? He gives in abundance. God, God doesn't do little things. He does things with little things. He multiplies the little seed. But God is extravagant. God is extra- he loves to show off. He loves to show off through your life, but see, the word of God says that you will have all sufficiency in all things for every good work. See, your finances have to have purpose. Money works for you. You don't work for money. Let's get that settled. And if this offends you, praise the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. Because this, this has been settled in my heart. You cannot, you know, this is a truth that has been settled so deep in my heart that I can't help but get excited. I can't help to preach this word. When you're going through a season when there's not enough, the word of God says to give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. See, he doesn't just meet the need. He wants to go above the need so that you can be a blessing to others. He wants to put in your hands an answer to those that are crying out for an answer. I'm teaching today, guys. Hallelujah. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown. And increase the fruits of your righteousness. I'm going to read this out of the the New Living Translation. It says, verse 10, it says, For God is the one who provides the seed. Who provides the seed? Who provides the seed? For the farmer and the bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources. Some of you got it. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest. Not just any harvest, a great harvest of generosity in you. God can multiply your seed anywhere. He can multiply your seed at any time it doesn't matter where you are in your life right now. Whether you feel you're in a desert, you feel you're in famine, you feel like everything's out of order, you feel like, you know, God's abandoned you, like He doesn't hear you. See, there is faith when you give, amen? Many times we're told, well, don't don't expect anything from God. No, that's not what the Word of God says. Tell me in the Word of God where it says, don't expect anything from our Father. He's a good Father. You know, um, many, of you, many of you might have experienced this. When you were little and you used to ask your dad for money and he used to take out the big wad of money and just, you know, give you some money. And I don't know about you all, but my ki- our kids, we would, we would give them cash and they would go and give it to somebody else. And then they'd come back and ask for more. And then they'd go give it to somebody else. They're just, they needed it. Okay, praise God. And they would just come back and come back. And there was always enough. They were never worried about where it was going to come from. That's the way we are with our Heavenly Father. We're not operating according to our strength. We are operating according to His strength. Amen? We can go to the Father and ask. The Bible says, ask in my name. Jesus says, ask in my name. So it doesn't matter where you are in your life right now, the limits come off. Look at your neighbor and say, no limits. limits. Amen. There is no limitation in the kingdom of God. You are, when you give, you are giving from a location of kingdom. You are not giving from a location of lack. Lack. I'm trying to get it out. So, yes, the glasses come off. So, if God supplies seed to the sower, if God has given you the seed to sow, it is God who provided it. It's God who provided the seed. So he's given it to you. Now you're holding the seed. Now you can say, I need this, or he's given it to me to sow. When you're in the kingdom of God, you recognize that the principles of God are to sow. Because when I sow, I will reap a mighty harvest. When I eat the seed, I destroy what God wants to do through me. See, the seed wasn't even yours to begin with. It is God who provides the seed to who? The sower. Every time in the word of God, where God's about to multiply, he asks, what do you have? See, many times we're looking for God to provide what he's already provided. We're asking God for something that he's already given us. When he asked Moses, what's in your hand? It looked like just a staff, a stick, but God used that to deliver a whole generation. Now go into that a little bit in a little bit. (laughs) Amen. See, when we give, when we give from our own strength, we're limited. We're limited to what we can do, to what we can provide, But when we recognize that every time that we give, we are giving from a position in the kingdom of God where there is no limitation, then we have no worries because God is the one who provides and God is the one who multiplies. Unlimited resources come from the kingdom of heaven. You just grab and go, grab and go, grab and go, grab and go. You go, you see, you're the farmer. You are planting that seed everywhere that you go. Amen. Awfully quiet in here. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There's no limit in the kingdom of God. God has unlimited resources. He's a a limitless God. Stop putting a limit on what God can do. Stop looking at yourself as you you don't have enough. You're you're from this neighborhood. You're from this city. You're from this area. And God can't do that. It only happens in the rich area. No. No. Christ became the curse of poverty so that you may be made rich. Amen? Rich in every way. Rich physically, spiritually, mentally, socially, and financially. Rich in every way. See, poverty is a mindset. Poverty is a mindset. It's a way of thinking. You can have all the money in the world and still be empty. You can have it all the big house, all the cars, you can have everything that this world says will bring joy into your life. But you can go home to an empty house and take every kind of pill for depression, anxiety, uh, you name it, they put you on a pill. But see, when you recognize that the true riches come from God, then no one can take that away. No one can come and put sickness and disease. No worry, no stress come into your life because you know that you are operating from the kingdom of God where there is unlimited resources, where there is an anointing for multiplication. You are tapping into the very heart of God. The Bible says, He gave His only Son. He gave. Many people have a problem with this word because the enemy has come to pervert the word. But that doesn't change the truth. That doesn't change the truth of the word of God. And here's the truth. As you give, it will be given back to you. Multiplied in abundance for every good work to be a blessing everywhere that you go. Many, um, there was a season where we were going through just not enough. Anybody ever been there where, you know, and, and being pastors, it's difficult because people come to you with every need and you're just like, Lord, let me meet the need. Let me meet the need, you know? And, um, I would tell the Lord, Lord, just bless me to be a blessing to them. Bless me to be a blessing. Let, use me to be an answer to their need. That was my cry. That, you know, I forgot about my needs. Because supernaturally, God was providing. Supernaturally, God was providing. And so, you know, as people came, I remember that used to be my prayer. It's like, Lord, use me to be an answer. Use me to bless someone. Use me to to give to every good work. Use me, Lord. Use me. And that used to be my cry for a good while. And then God would supernaturally provide. And you know, he, he always tests the heart. How many of you know that? He tests the heart. He puts it in your hand. And you know it's not for you. And so here comes someone with a need. And all you can hear is, I gave it to you already. I gave it to you already. And yeah, (laughs) there's a whole battle going on in here. (laughs) And so you have to be faithful and obedient to do what God's given you to do. Don't eat the seed. Because as you give, it's multiplied. As you give, God increases. Amen? Amen. And so, and I, I can say this now. Now we are, we're blessed to be a blessing. Man, God, the blessings of God are chasing us down. Not just us, I keep hearing the testimonies that are coming forward. I mean, every day I hear someone say, you know what pastor, this happened and this happened and God has wiped out this debt and God has provided for this bill and I was able to bless this. I mean, you have no, I I mean, now we take great joy, but we're going there together, amen? It's not just us, it's not just a select few. It It is those who are obedient to the word of God. We are going there together as a body of Christ. We are going there together. Amen. God is going to use us to fund the end time harvest. Amen. Our money has purpose. It's souls, it's souls, it's souls. Amen. We are going to see lives changed. I'm trying to contain I'm going, honey. I'm going, but I'm going to tell you this. Can I come down here for a moment? Hallelujah. 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 There's a multiplication that is happening in the body of Christ and it is for purpose. It is for what God's about to do through you. See, we got to stop looking at the seed as it's not enough. When Jesus, when um, they were in the wilderness and Jesus was preaching that three day sermon and nobody had eaten, Jesus told them, what do we have? What do you have? And they said, we have the fish and the loaves. Little boys lunch. What looked like not enough fed over 15,000 people. Because it was 5,000 were just men. That wasn't counting the, the women. That wasn't counting the children. That's a supernatural anointing. When Elijah, when he found the widow woman, her oil began to multiply. As long as she came and, and presented the empty vessels, the, the oil never ran dry. There was more than enough to meet the need. More than enough to meet the need. She, see, they could have looked at their, their stuff and said, it's not enough. It's, they could have despised what was in their hand, and said, "Well, God, I just have this. It's not. An, it can't do anything. I just have this talent. I just have, you know." Th- these five bucks, I just have a dollar, I just have, you know, uh, uh, this trade, I just have this, it's so tiny, it means nothing to you, Lord. What can, the, what can you do with this? See, but when you put it in the anointing hands of Jesus, there is a multiplication that happens. God does not leave it the same way you brought it to him. Amen? And see, he doesn't just keep it for himself, he uses it to meet the need. There's, there's a multiplication anointing that's hitting the body of Christ. Amen. And it doesn't make sense on paper. It doesn't make sense to the unbeliever. It doesn't make sense to this world. Because the ways of this world... They don't operate the way the kingdom of God operates, but it's for purpose. It's for purpose. You are an answer to the cry of this world. And you, you might be, well, what do I have? There we go again, that poverty mentality. What do I have? I just got this fish in these loaves. I just got this barely enough oil barely enough. What can happen with this? What can God do with it? The longer you hold on to it, nothing will happen. But the minute you put it in his hands, that's where multiplication happens. And you might be saying, well, God's not here to do it. God's, you know, how can I put it in in God's hands? It's an action of faith. It's an action of faith. See when the when the oil was multiplied, when the bread and the and the and the fish were multiplied, they were doing something. They were bringing it to Jesus or they were bringing it to Elijah. There was a pouring of oil from one vessel to the next. They were serving They were serving. The disciples, as they were tearing the loaves, they were serving. They were serving. And supernaturally, multiplication was happening. You want to see multiplication in your life? Begin to serve God. Begin to serve God wherever he has placed you. Wherever he has placed you, begin to serve God. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, you you keep looking at yourself as you don't have anything to offer, but you don't see the gifts and the talents that God has placed on the inside of you. Those are seeds that need to be sown. Those are things that need to be planted. And how do you do it? Everything, you wake up every morning and you say, Lord, here I am to serve you. I serve you with my talents, I serve you with my substance, I serve you with my life, I serve you with my words, I serve you with my actions, everything I do is here to serve you. And then the test comes. (laughs) And then someone comes and just tries to ruin your day. And you have a choice. Whatever you sow into is what you're going to reap. So if you're sowing into the flesh, that's what you're going to reap. You cannot sow anger and reap love. You cannot sow a lot of things, (laughs) things to the flesh. You cannot sow... Your thoughts cannot be focused on all the things that could happen and expect to walk in the things that God has for you. You have to change the mindset. See, when you're in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God provides everything that you need. Everything that you need is in the kingdom of God. So stay in the kingdom of God. That's where multiplication happens, amen. That's where God does the supernatural, amen. That's where God provides for every need. But you gotta stay in the kingdom. You have to recognize that your life has purpose, that everything that you have has purpose, that everything that you, you've been blessed with, God has given you. He gets the glory. He gets, he gets all the honor for everything that we have. Amen? So when God gives you a seed, you have to be the farmer that sows. Many of you have a need. You have a need. But God's already, you know, you've been asking for God to show you how, show you what. And He's saying, What is in your hand? What do you have? What do you have? Because we have to be faithful with what God has given us. What do you have? Because when you see what you have and you're able to give it back to the Lord to plant it back into the kingdom of God, then you see the supernatural miraculous happen where multiplication happens, where God just makes away where there seems to be no way. Amen. Let me go back to my notes. Sorry. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God will give a command with every miracle. There is order in multiplication. God cannot bless disorder. Amen. You have to listen to his command. Because even when um, Jesus multiplied the bread and the fish, he gave an order for the people to sit in groups of fifty or a hundred. When Elijah came to the widow woman, he gave an order, go and find every empty vessel. You have to be sensitive to hear what God is saying. It's not going to be done your way, it's going to be done His way. And you have to be sensitive to hear what God is saying. Because so many times we miss it because we, we allow every other influence to come and speak to us. And tell us how it's supposed to be done. And we never spend time with God to find out what he wants done. God blesses order, not disorder. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's the simple acts of obedience. Amen. Amen. Those simple acts of obedience, hearing him, hearing him, amen. Hearing him and then doing what he's told us to do. Simple acts of, it's not about what you have in your hand, whether how big it looks or how small it looks or whatever it is. It's not about what you have in your hand. It's about what you're doing with what you have. There are things that God has spoken to you to give that you've been holding on to because you're fighting it here. It doesn't make sense here. But you don't see that that's where the greatest anointing of multiplication happens. It's the seeds that hurt that produce. How many of you know that? I know, I know Pastor Kevin has shared many times about when God um, spoke to him to give his car. And that was, that was a seed. We heard God. And we obeyed God. It made no sense. Everybody was asking us after church, how are you getting home? I don't know. God will make a way. But supernaturally, he provided another vehicle completely paid for. Bible school was completely paid for. Sent us to Florida for a whole year. We're under under Pastor Rodney for a whole year. I mean, God just supernaturally opened the doors for us. But it took that act of obedience. Because, see, those things cannot have us. Now, if I may take it a step further. When the rich young ruler came to Jesus, he said, What must I do to have eternal life? did jesus say honor your father your mother do not steal all those commandments and he says i've been doing all of those and jesus said you lack one thing sell all you have give it to the poor and come follow me and the bible says he went away sad Because he had a lot of possessions. But the possessions had him. When we struggle in an area, it's because that area has dominion over us. And that's everything. When we cannot give something to God, it's because those things are controlling us. I'll leave that there. (laughs) Hallelujah. When we give to God, the curse of limitation is broken. When we give to God, the curse of limitation is broken because we put it in his hands. We give it to him where the blessing flows, where the anointing flows, amen? And I'm talking about every area of your life, not just in your finances, but in every area. We have to learn to give to God. We have to learn to serve God. We have to learn to hear his voice and to obey his voice. See, we have to ask, Lord, where is my seed? We're asking for the answer, and God's already provided the answer. What has he placed in your hands? What has he given you? Hallelujah, I can hear a pin drop. (laughs) Amen. Thank you, Jesus. He's a God of miracles. He's a God of miracles. He's a God who supernaturally provides enough oil that never runs dry. Amen. As long as the vessels are there empty, he continues to provide as long as the people were hungry, he continues to provide. Amen. And not only that, but there's an abundance. There's an overflow in everything that he multiplies. So when you realize that you're not giving from your strength, but you're giving from his strength, then it becomes so easy. It becomes so easy because you run to your daddy and say, where's my seed? And you plant. And then you run back to daddy. Where's my seed? And he provides because it's written in his word. Amen. It is a truth of his word. Hallelujah. He's a good God. He's a God of increase and multiplication. He's a God who gives supernatural wisdom. He's a God who's there in the middle of your decision to be able to guide you and lead you into the right path. Amen. He's the God who makes every crooked path straight so that you can walk and see what's what's in front of you. He's a God of more than enough. He's not a God of limitation. He's not a God who puts sickness and disease. He's not a God who, who keeps you in poverty. He's a God of abundance. He's a God of overflow. He's a God who provides. Amen? He's a good God. And you might be saying to yourself right now, well then where's my portion? Where, how come I haven't seen it in my life? What are you doing with the seed? It's right there. What are you doing with the seed? Because it has to be planted in order to give a harvest. It has to be put into the ground in order for God to cause a multiplication. Sometimes you might be, you know, you might be struggling in your your marriage. You might be struggling at work. What seeds are you planting? Everything God has placed in you is a seed, and so He calls us farmers. We're the farmers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just close your eyes where you are right now. Oh, Father, I just thank you right now, Lord. I thank you, Father. I thank you for every seed that you provided, Lord. I thank you for every every answer that you've already made a way for, Father. I thank you right now that the curse of limitation is broken off of your people now in the name of Jesus. And I just thank you right now that we are in a position, we give from a position of the kingdom, Lord. And I thank you right now that, that it shall never run dry, Father, but that you will use us to be a blessing to this nation. You will use us to be changed this world for the glory of God. And I just thank you right now, Father, that it begins with a small obedience. It begins with a small seed, Father. I thank you that as we are faithful to obey your word, Father, that you provide a mighty harvest, that there is not room enough to contain it, Father. I thank you right now for increase and promotion that comes to your people, Father. I thank you, Lord, because, Lord, we labor to rest, Father. And I thank you, Lord, because supernaturally you shall shall provide for every need in the name of Jesus. And I thank you right now that you have placed in your children a seed, a seed to give, a seed to plant father. And I thank you right now, father, for, for every, every poverty mentality mentality to be broken and father i thank you that we shall think the way you think lord i thank you father that we are we are blessed father your word says that we are blessed to be a blessing that the nations shall see us and call us blessed father and i thank you right now father for abundance in your kingdom i thank you right now father for a mighty harvest of souls in the mighty name of jesus amen amen you know I want to share this real quick. I don't know how much time I have. I'm sorry. I want to share this really quick. We watch the news and we see every negative thing. And we can sit and complain about it or we can say, Lord, use me as an answer. Use me as an answer. That might be a little big for some of you because you will either always sit and complain or you will say lord here i am use me here i am lord use me the small person from harlingen texas amen where the world says is full of poverty use me so that you may be glorified You can either be an answer or you can be part of the problem. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. That even some of you today will begin to see what's before you. You'll begin to see what's before you you'll begin to see those doors begin to open once again. You'll begin to see that every no now becomes a yes. You're going to begin to see the blessings of God chase you down instead of you trying to chase them down. Amen? You're going to begin to see things change in your life supernaturally, not because of your strength or your ability, but because you tapped into the kingdom of God. You tapped into the supernatural. Your trust is upon God, not upon man. Amen? You begin to see those things change upon your life. You will never be the same as long as you're living for God. God will not fail you. Amen. God will not fail you. Amen. You have to stand upon it. Amen. Stand upon the word of God and declare, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Amen. Declare it upon your life. Speak it upon your life. Because as long as you speak what you see, you'll have what you have. But as long as you speak what the word of God says, you'll have what the word of God says you can have your family's broken. Praise God. As for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. Lord, you have chosen them from before they were born. You anointed them. You put your word in them. See, it doesn't matter what you see. What matters is what you believe. What are you standing upon? What are you believing God for? What are you speaking? What are you declaring? Because those are all seeds that will reap a mighty harvest. Amen? And it'll reap either good or it'll reap bad. Amen? So speak the blessing upon your life. Speak a blessing over your children. Speak a blessing over your spouse. Speak a blessing over your workplace. When you come in, the atmosphere changes. Have you ever noticed you walk into an empty place and all of a sudden there's people everywhere? (laughs) Because you carry the blessing. You carry the blessing. We break that poverty mentality off of your life. It doesn't matter what this world says. See, this is, this is really stirring in me because people have justified not, no longer honoring God with their substance, no longer honoring God because of what this world says. The Bible has not changed. The Bible has not changed. He says, honor me with your first fruits. Give unto me. It says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse, amen, so there will be food in your house, See, the word of God doesn't change. Man's opinion will change, but God's word will not change. And so because God's word will not change, guess what? I am going to choose to believe what this word says because this is the truth. Amen. This is the truth. The truth will never fail you. The Bible says the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. Who? You have a choice to listen to what this world is saying or listen to what God is saying. You know, we were, my husband and I were laughing last night because we were reminiscing of back in the day when we just got married and we lived in this tiny little place and, you know, we didn't make any money <laughs> enough, but we were happy. But we learned a long time ago to tithe and to plant seed. And no matter what we went through, that was never compromised. We would rather go hungry than not honor God. But you know what, we never went hungry. God always provided. And so you have to determine, am I going to believe what this world says or am I going to believe what the word of God says? See, so many times we are allowing other voices to come in and tell us what to do. What God is saying when they have no relationship with him. How can they know the father's heart if they don't even know the father? But you know, you know the heart of the father. You know what's in his heart. You have relationship with him, and because you have relationship with him, you know what the truth is, and nobody can move you from that. You are an answer to this world. You were born for such a time as this, amen? You were born for greatness. You were born to do great things for the kingdom of God, and you might, you know, back to that, well, well, it's only a little bit. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Get that out of your head. It's not what you have. It's where you put it, where you invest, where you plant. That's what matters. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. He's so good. He is so good. He is so good. He's so good. Go look at look at the word for yourself. Read the word for yourself. I'm not here to convince you at all. I'm not here to compel you. I'm here to show you. This is what his word says. This is what his word says. And I'm not going to be moved from it. And I'm not going to stop preaching it. It's his word. It's his word. It's his word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.